welcome back okay. <laughs> i have i have a uh, quite a burning question which uh, which is i have been hoping to ask for a while which is what about lebanese art literature music media cinema what about all those um, can you guess uh, talk a bit about that Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you go ahead for me, so I can think. Okay, in terms of art, I don't think there's such thing as Lebanese identity, as more of a as a mixture of different cultures. Like especially in architecture, th- there are some vernacular uh, uh, buildings, let's say. <laughs> But there's a lot of uh, mixtures in, in the Ottoman culture and a lot of mixture in the French culture. So, yeah, and the, we kind of see it in the art and the paintings. We have a lot of impressionists in the country. Right. So, you know, when when people say Turkey is like Eurasia, I think that's wrong. Probably Lebanon has more of that, right? Like a mix of both, like... Middle Eastern and yeah, Turkey also um, went to uh, went into a heavy modernization uh, period after the Second World War, which made it also closer uh, to to Europeans. They switched to a uh, uh, Latin okay. alphabet, and uh, mm-hmm. but uh, Lebanon they had a lot of influence from uh, from the French, who also basically uh, invested heavily in in, in that area. And uh, they carried that on, and it wasn't as you know a brutal uh, separation uh, from from the mandate as uh, as as what happened in Syria, where there was like a just an entire washing away of of that uh, entire period that it never happened almost, and uh, an entire new identity was created for uh, for the Syrians. But there are uh, like uh, traditional Lebanese houses. Yeah, which yeah, have, in like, terms of arches and. Uh, uh, Yeah, I want to also say in terms of art uh, about music, there's definitely a, a very distinct Lebanese oh, uh, identity to uh, to uh, to music. You have a lot of uh, huge Arab uh, artists and singers who are uh, who are Lebanese, and they also created, uh, yeah, uh, a sort of uh, own type of uh, style of music, which is still Oriental, but. Uh, Within the Oriental music, it's uh, it's this thing. I would say Fairuz is one of the most uh, well-known uh, singers, Lebanese singers. Fairuz. Fairuz, okay. Yeah, Milham Barakat, Ziad Rahbani. Okay. There's a, a lot of uh, yeah, very Water. Sabah. Yeah. Yeah. Safi. There's a, a lot of is very it... big names. Is it folk music that, or is it, um, or is it influenced by Western or Persian or? It's mostly Oriental music, actually. So uh, just, uh, uh, yeah, just like uh, same type of or theory of music that uh, you would hear from Egyptian or uh, uh, Syrian or even uh, Gulf cultures. Uh, uh-huh. It's based on the. Yeah, there are there are some different scales for for different regions, but uh, nowadays it's all mixed into like the Oriental type of music. Yeah, but there's Sepke also, which is the folk uh, music. Oh yeah, there is there is a, a a folk music and a folk dance uh, for for Lebanese people, but uh, 
yeah the artists i was talking about no they have their their own style of uh, of music and it's not uh, it's not really considered folk uh, but it is a, a big part of the of the lebanese heritage what do they um, say sing about the, these artists for example fairuz about yeah, some are about like uh, love and some are about the situation in lebanon yeah Uh, a lot actually about yeah. the, especially from Ziad Rahbani he, he, which is her son he made a lot of uh, yeah he's the son of Fairuz and he made a lot of uh, uh, plays and uh, and songs about uh, the social and economic economic situation uh, during the day because he lived a lot during the civil, civil war, war which is when he created a lot of his art and uh, a lot of them uh, talk about uh, yeah cultural and and uh, you know just societal type of uh, of issues you know uh, which we are still living today kind of yeah. yeah oh so what he made during the civil war still resonates with people now absolutely yeah, yeah. he's still a big big uh, figure and uh, yeah just actually just now we were talking about listening to a play uh, when uh, yeah. when we get the time There are no uh, very few uh, video recordings of of the plays back when he did it, and he doesn't uh, do any more repeats of them because a lot of the original artists already uh, passed away. Uh-huh. So uh, and these uh, video recordings were not published for a long time, and then uh, lately, uh, I think it was in 2016 or something yeah, or 18, something like uh, one of them got published as a movie in the cinema. So everybody went to watch it again. It was a huge thing, you know. Oh, nice. it exists. We've always listened to it on the radio, but we never yeah. knew there was a video. But also, oh, that's nice. when like the young people uh, got exposed to it, like officially, and uh, a lot of young people fell in love with him again because, yeah, as you said, uh, it still resonates until today. Like all of the stuff that he says mm-hmm. about, oh, he writes right. about. Yeah. You asked about communists in Lebanon. Yeah. I think he's a uh, he's one of the big, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, influencers in in this area. He's also, uh, yeah, he's he's very leftist. It's always got to be the communist to the bloody guitar, right? And who's that going to spring forth a new revolution <laughs> well, and change? Fuck it. Piano yeah. in that case, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so w- w- what instruments do you have? Like, are there any uh, traditional Lebanese musical instruments? Yeah, so there's the oud. Uh, it's a very, that's a very well-known one. Uh, it, I thought oud was a perfume. Is it Lebanese? Oh, no. Uh, hmm. Here, there's one oh, yeah. over there. I can show you. Oh, nice. But uh, it's, it's broken uh, right uh, now. Uh, there's also the derbeke, which is a percussion instrument, just like a small uh, drum, tabla. Okay. Also, uh, it's called tabla. Okay. It's yeah, called a tabla? Is, uh, it's called tabla? Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. So we've got something in nice. common. Yeah, we've yeah. got something in common. <laughs> oh. In oh, fact, in oh, fact, Bishnu really? has learned how to play tabla. Have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is it the same tabla though? No, I, I think, think it's so. different. No, no. different. Let me Google Leb- Lebanese tabla. Ah, cool. And we have also the uh, Buzu. Buzu. and the nai. And the nai, yeah. Nai is uh, like a flute from uh, a cane. From pipe. Oh, yeah, cane. Uh, and uh, uh, buzu is uh, just like a oud, but. Uh, A smaller body and a way longer arm or neck. Okay. It looks like the Greek one, right? Yeah, it looks like yeah. the bouzouki, uh, the Greek or the Turkish instrument. Yeah. So that's also typically used in the 
Oh, there's okay. also the deaf. Oh yeah, like a tra- uh, mm. uh, like a tambourine, tambourine kind yeah. of thing. Oh okay, with a with a uh, skin skin to drum on. Oh nice, yeah. The we, uh, we also play uh, a lot of music. Uh, mm. We used to play in Lebanon, so. so. Sorry, I'm I'm going to be uh, cruel here and ask for if anyone anyone of you could sing few any of those <laughs> Lebanese song from. Uh, from Fairuz's son, I can't remember the name though. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Uh, hey, you can ask. Let's all uh, let's all sing like one song. Sing? No, I don't think what, so. What I'm way it? too shy uh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> now JP and uh, Tina can no, sing. No, you can probably pump. listen to that on on Spotify or something. No, yeah, Tina's singing definitely yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, give, give us just a just a flavor of what it would be like. Maybe a line or so. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna uh, look up for, like a song so that I know. Uh, While you're doing that, I looked up the Lebanese tabla. So first, when I typed uh, T A, it just said tabla. So I thought, oh, that's a nice way to spell a tabla. And, <laughs> and that was a salad. That was a salad. Like a tabla is a bloody salad. I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't look like a percussion instrument. And then I said, like, all right, fine. Let's stick to the Indian version of the spelling. And then yeah, it's 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 oh. different to what we have in India. In 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 India, it looks like a. Yeah. yeah. Now the Lebanese one looks like a. Is it a, is it called a banjo? I don't know what it's called in this one. Banjo. No, no, no. It's not a banjo. A uh, bongo. Sorry. <laughs> no. Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah. Bongo is bigger. I no, think. you typically uh, put bigger. it on your. Uh, you rest lap. it on your lap. Uh, yeah. And ah, under yeah. under your arm, and you yeah. play it yeah. with both hands. Ah, nice. It's like this. If it loads on time, yeah, it's like this. Sorry. It's like this. No, no, no. This oh, is oh, that's double. This is double. Yeah, this is also one instrument. This uh, is uh, <laughs> the bass drum, basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, the uh, try their back. They D E R. B B A K E. You're saying them in, in Dutch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm used to spelling in Dutch now. This one. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Ah, then nice. uh, you know it looks very similar to that. Whatever you were you were saying, it does. The Oriental drumming, it's India? called. No, no, no. In yeah. India, it's like this. It's like this. We've got two. Oh, uh, yeah, that's very two, two drums. Yeah. One for the bass and the other for yeah. the for the pitch. And do you control the pitch with the with the with the chords, or is it uh, one one sound? Does it make one sound? Ah, uh, in India, our our music's very weird. We we actually sp- we we speak our music, so. Oh uh, yeah, I know that. For, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I watched the video. For about every it. percussion instrument, like every everything that we play, we can speak it. So it's yeah. like thati tum tum. Yeah. Oh. So I'd oh, be nice. thata really dikdi. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Thata dikdi, thata dikdi. Yeah. Yeah. It goes yeah, very, very good. fast. So if I say ta ta rikida, dit ta rikida, tom tom ta rikida, tom nom ta rikida, I can play that very same thing in the like. That's how I learn the music. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. And there's is, and there's uh, no notes. You got to memorize it. Yeah. This is something similar to an eye. It's not exactly the same thing. It's a slightly different instrument, but uh, this is what it. Uh, What it looks like. Do you know like how to play this? Do you know how to play uh, this? It's really hard to make a sound. Yeah. It's very hard to make a sound. I uh, 
Okay. I just uh, I just got it because it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he annoys me sometimes with it. Yeah, nah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Which one can you play? The 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 oath is broken, right? The oath. That yeah, is broken. the oath is broken. Mm. Um, I play, um, yeah, mostly guitar and saxophone. So uh, yeah. the piano. not much. And JP, JP, JP has got a talent as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mainly yeah. guitar and trumpet. Yeah, trumpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to play in a like in in wedding bands and uh, festivals and uh, stuff like that. That's nice. So nice. You guys there still, was some you guys Arabic music involved. Um, we jam sometimes together, but uh, not. Uh, uh, yeah, not doing shows. <laughs> no, not uh, not professionally anymore. Tina can also play uh, piano and uh, and saxophone. Nice. Oh yeah, we also have a percussion. Help me out. <laughs> that's nice. that's bongo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a smaller version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna sing Ismaya. You can help me with that. Okay. Isma. Isma ya rida. Kelshi am yela wizid. Merakna al hadidi al sirna al hadid. I have a. That's quite nice. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? What was that? Yeah, it reflects the the social. uh, We could also put it on the, on TV if you. It's uh, it's about like, Ismail Rida. It means uh, listen, Rida. Rida is a name, Uh, and he's saying. uh, About the inflation mainly. Yeah, that everything Everything is being so uh, expensive now. Yeah, that was back back. It's an economic song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, uh, "That's he amazing, says man." <laughs> so, so the the story goes is that uh, he delivers uh, vegetables to a restaurant, and his cousin works there, I think. Um, and he just delivered a, a new batch of vegetables, and he told the guy to get him a, fetch him a, a, a lettuce because, and he tells him hurry up because if you don't hurry, it's gonna get more expensive. I just delivered it myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to mention that his plays are actually comedy, so yeah. they're super funny. They're always yeah. comedy and very dark because it's always like yeah. in the worst situations. Yeah. <laughs> now I know why he's well, famous. Yeah. I'm impressed. This is very good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's why his plays still resonate a yeah. lot. Yeah. Mm. We're basically back to square one with the inflation. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, like our parents who have lived the inflation before they tell us. It's pretty much mm-hmm. the same. Damn. Then then ideally it's not inflation, right? It's inflation and it's pretty much the same. It's quite Yeah, it's, it's more than inflation actually. It's uh, the cost of the scheme, the Ponzi scheme that they made. Yeah, it's the cost <laughs> of, the, of the Ponzi scheme basically, yeah. Mm. Sorry, how much does... Um, like a liter of milk cost in Lebanon though. So I have no idea. Yeah, we, we, we uh, we're mostly used to powdered powdered milk since we're kids. We uh Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, so like fresh milk what? is also like a luxury in a sense. 
Oh, yeah. what? Really? What? Yeah, but sometimes not even a luxury. Sometimes just if you live in a farm, you get a fresh milk. Yeah, I don't agree actually on that part. It's like uh, uh, powder milk, you use it for something, like for baking or for, uh, I don't know, for baby food. But milk, we used to drink it like in a cup like every day because it's for kids. Like you have to drink one cup of milk every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah but actually we are used to to weigh things with bread more than milk what, what do you mean so like we used to we, oh, we yeah, know yeah. how much bread there's in a, in a bag of bread yeah you you uh you can gauge the inflation by uh, by looking at the bread because it's always been uh very steady and uh subsidized by mm. the government okay and lately uh so it used to be 1500 pounds and you would get 10 loaves of uh, of bread. Of flatbread. 10 big loaves of flatbread. 1,500 Lebanese pounds, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Lebanese pounds. And, so it's uh, like, it, it used to be one dollar. It used yeah. to, that used one to dollar. be one, okay. one, one US dollar. And now oh, okay. it's, uh, how much is it? Let's look it up. Because it, it changes actually, yeah, from, from one month to the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And back so uh, it was in the midst to of the, the US crisis. dollar when it was at one dollar, or was it pegged yeah. to you, the US dollar? Okay. Yeah, it was pegged the US dollar at fifteen hundred pounds for the dollar for a very long mm-hmm. time, and that created a long period of uh, stability and poured a lot of uh, money in. And mm-hmm. what they did with that money is they siphoned it all into the banks by uh, offering high rates, high interest rates. And uh, the banks were actually themselves, which were the owners of the banks, the, the politicians uh, and, the, and the merchants. And um, yeah, so they kept offering higher and higher rates. And uh, when they couldn't pay it anymore, they would lend money from other governments in U.S. dollars. And, um, uh, and uh, yeah, they just lent that money to the, US, to the, to the Lebanese government, uh, to the Lebanese uh, they. Okay, so what happened is the money went to the banks. The banks put the money in the Lebanese Central Bank. The Lebanese Central Bank lent the money to the government. The government spent it on corrupt projects. And that's how the money, money evaporated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, and this was all f- financed by in the beginning by the Central Bank by pegging the Lebanese uh, pound at, at the dollar. And then not uh, not wanting to set it free after the the uh, period of uh, stability was uh, supposed to be over, so we created like fake booms in the country uh, where everything became so expensive without a reason, and then mm. it led to this uh, sudden crash. Yeah, one dollar now is like almost ninety ninety thousand. Yeah, now one dollar is ninety thousand Lebanese pounds, and it was fifteen hundred before. Fifteen hundred, yeah. 1, 000, yeah. Yeah, at some points, okay. like pensions that used to uh, be worth a thousand dollars per month, were actually becoming twenty and thirty dollars. Uh, oh. Lebanese uh, army uh, uh, personnel were getting paid in, in Lebanese pounds, so yeah, their their wages were also closer to sixty and seventy dollars a month, ba- yeah. down from like seven or eight hundred uh, uh, at least. Yeah, that's also why the police don't answer you when your car gets stolen. <laughs> mm. It's partly Fair, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, because their yeah. their salary is back to the yeah. Dude, they're almost volunteers yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pro bono police. I mean, pro bono, and then you have the power of being a cop, right? Like you can arrest people. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that's where the the well connected thing comes in, and that's where the corrupt uh, the corruption comes in because you need to cover your, <laughs> your costs somehow if you want to if you're gonna stay in your job and um, yeah the only way to uh, to move forward is, uh, is to do that and some people just do it. Fair enough. Literature. I I just read. Uh, I was on the Wikipedia page and Khalil. I don't know if I am uh, pronouncing the name correct. Khalil, Khalil Gibran. Gibran. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite famous actually in India as yeah. well. Oh yeah. He. Uh, oh really? He's actually a. Yeah. Lady. It was a yeah a Lebanese expat. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> But also uh, he he was the first one, the original. No, one. also very very famous <laughs> in Lebanon. Uh, it was uh, he made a lot of nice things. I'm reading. We we're reading this right now. Uh, It's by Amin Malouf. Okay. It's yeah. uh, uh, also expat, Lebanese, French. And he talks about uh, uh, identities and fitting in when uh, when you immigrate from your country and how you're perceived by the host country and how um, you perceive uh, people in, in the host society and how one action would trigger another reaction. So and this has been written since, like, yeah, I don't know. It's a very old book. Yeah. But uh, because of all the waves of immigration, uh, it still also applies till this day. Like, yeah, it's always relevant. Yeah, yeah. Is he the father of Brahim Malouf? Sorry? Is he the father of Brahim Malouf? No, I don't think so. No. Oh. Uh, father of Brahim Malouf is... Uh, Nassim? Nassim Malouf, yes. Uh, sorry, what's this book called? The one you're reading right now? Uh, Les Identités Meurtrières in, in it's, French. It's called in English In the Name of Identity. Okay. Nice. You were saying something about uh, the father. Oh, yeah. No, he was asking about uh, another famous Lebanese uh, trumpetist. Uh, it's called uh, Ibrahim Malouf. He's okay. also Lebanese French. Uh, his father is also a, a famous trumpetist and he invented... Um, a trumpet with an extra uh, button and what mm. it does is that uh, this button allows you to hit the quarter tones that are uh, that exist in the oriental music which don't exist in the occidental music okay so the trumpet w- wasn't made to uh, to hit those notes so he added a button to it and now it does and uh, oh, nice. the son <laughs> plays a lot of music on, on this type of trumpet nice I don't, there is an Indian artist called uh, T.R. Mahalingam. He used to play the flute. He couldn't yeah. go all the ranges because, you know, when they play the food, flute, they keep changing the flute to go to the next octave. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. added three more holes there and then oh. uh, he's genuinely brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, I like things that, like, you know, other musicians do that they take an instrument and then customize it to their their sort of singing right like so yeah. because Elias you play the saxophone I'll also send you guys some videos that you can check out right? this guy he's like a very conservative Hindu right he's sitting on the ground with long hair and like all the jewelry and he plays the saxophone and like traditional Indian 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 music oh, wow. tunes oh, cool. it's brilliant to watch yeah I think I think nice. you, you guys will yeah you guys get a kick out of it because it's the it's probably and also if you if you watch some of our Carnatic music videos where Vinod, by the way, plays the violin for that form of Indian music. Oh, nice. Usually you guys play the violin with it, you know, resting on your shoulder and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. He yeah. will have it pointed downwards. 
like a cello yeah, no. but you have to sit down on the floor cross leg yeah way, yeah oh, cross leg yeah. oh. because all, all traditional indian music's performed seated down and not like yeah. se- sitting on a chair it's on the floor so okay, all yeah. m- all the instruments are designed in a way to fit fit that so even this yeah. guy playing a saxophone <laughs> he'll have a shawl and everything and a different angle so that he can keep the saxophone down <laughs> oh, yeah. while while oh, playing oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah modified the yeah. uh, sax yeah. No, no, no. It, I think it's a legit sax, but the way he places it would the be slightly different. Yeah. Something like the violin. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll yeah. send you guys some <laughs> cool. some cool things yeah, to check nice. out. The, the violin, yeah. when when the Western, uh, the navy or the uh, the ships move to the Eastern coast for colonialism, they call it trade, but it ended up being <laughs> colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> so they they brought. uh this violin as an instrument and uh, the indian musicians were like ah, this is this is good because it has that linear scale going up and down which is quite needed for mm-hmm. indian music so mm-hmm. they change the tension on the strings on the last two strings and then it's like it it repeats now it becomes um it's c uh g c g that's how in indian music oh and, yeah i think it's g d a e in um, yeah in normal, in yeah. yeah so here it is those two and then so it, we can go uh, through three octaves which is essential in game music and they sit down and play one because usually the concerts where people sit down like vishnu said the other i think the nuances in indian music is we don't switch from one note to another simply like how you do in piano where you just mm-hmm. switch from one note to another. that's yeah, not how you do it in indian switch music. to it yeah, yeah. and you sometimes you come back and then uh, you yeah. just annoy uh, the audience like they are expecting you to go to the next note but they yeah. just come back <laughs> oh, yeah, going yeah. half it <laughs> and yeah there are teasing sometimes it goes to the so they build it up from the lower octave step by step you go and then all the teasing and to the end you want to see that final c or the final note of the last octave but they won't give it they will make them wait for like 5 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah arabic music is is like that as well nice they uh, they they uh, like to repeat a lot uncle thum if you listen to that she's egyptian okay. uh, you, you will hear a lot of repetition and a lot of teasing as well yeah, yeah. yeah true nice <laughs> but it uh, yeah i i I also like all the the nuances. I think that's what the like western music is is very rigid in the, in that sense. You have like very strict blocks that you can put together in a, in a yeah in a certain way. Yeah. And uh yeah. yeah, Indian music or oriental music it just flows. Yeah, it flows. Uh, yes, Turkish music. Yeah. 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 I, the and, interesting and thing is that we also have like a go for a go for it. Yeah, we also have like uh music for different occasion, right? So uh in this traditional form is where uh as much as the performer is playing for the audience the audience mm-hmm. is also critiquing the performer at the same time because it's like this very <laughs> traditional style of hey you miss that one here because <laughs> it's not the audience is not unaware of what they're planning to say yeah, the audience they is very know well what they want to expect yeah 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 but then at the other occasion is when people go berserk right like there's also drums and percussions where people are drunk and dancing and all of that but but mm-hmm. and there's a classification for that as, as well like that's defined for a certain area like for a certain occasion and then the classic tra- traditional setup is where everyone seated on the floor and so the idea behind the classical form of music is not to like you don't have exaggerated emotions 
so it's to keep like you 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 it's supposed to be meditative or contemplative it's supposed to bring you uh, like at a very uh, you concentrate a lot and you're in the state of flow yeah more or less i think so i think in in, yeah. in our culture they see it a lot more as an emotional or sensitive thing mm. music is uh, is supposed to bring out a lot of feelings and uh, express yeah, uh, yeah it's supposed to be either sweet or uh, uh, sad or we also have like uh, for different occasions we have a, a very lebanese thing it's called the uh, naube okay. so when someone dies uh, you you would hire a band that would play uh, very uh, sad music yeah certain type sad of music is considered sad and someone mm-hmm. would uh, would come and cry and would recite uh, poetry uh, over the dead or something like that in, in india when a person dies there's something called tapangot they put that music and people start dancing while they take the <laughs> take the body away it's like because oh, it's nice. like yeah no, yeah so this so happens it's, if it's, someone uh, young died yeah yeah in oh, Lebanon, if, really? if, if someone okay. young dies yeah they consider that uh, yeah they didn't get to celebrate their wedding or something like that so they would celebrate <laughs> it during their during their uh, yeah, yeah that's okay that's quite, funeral, quite nice yeah okay too fair <laughs> so you said yeah. it with a party the one yeah, the, the one party that you missed so. see yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. yeah like the theory yeah. the, the the story is nice but yeah when uh, when you see it it's uh, it's it, it just i yeah. think the music the indian music like vishnu was saying it will take you to all the ends like it will take you to that ecstasy where you are properly thrilled you know you are you have united with that the pitch and the the rhythm and everything and then it'll mm. it'll make you tease and make you laugh here and there and sometimes it'll play such such tones where you actually feel you think about your past your living all your fellow human beings and it just takes you through that range of emotions and so that's that's yeah. quite nice actually oh, well. nice. and yeah. and and another thing that i'd like to say is, is like even in the lyrics right like you said uh, it's supposed to be sweet or emotive and stuff like that we've got a lot of themes here as well you know and and because some of the traditional music is anchored on religious themes as well it's it's in a form of worship to to whichever god the composer worships right and so sometimes it's all nice it's mellow it's like oh you know you're the love of my heart you're the joy of my life you're the keeper of the universe and the other times it's just that it's that jilted lover you know it's like here oh. i am calling you for 30 years and i don't even see you like what the hell and and he's just like abusing god which is yeah. which is very blasphemous in like the like the other side of the the world that you cannot yeah. say something like this but here it's absolute so it's something like the the lover and the beloved there's no difference right like i can argue with my wife and still love my wife so that's the yeah. relationship they have with god so they're like yeah. they say like oh I call you now and you supposed to come now. There's not a question of oh if you will come now you're the creator of the universe. No, you show up right now. So it's it's very it's it's very brave in, in that sort of way. It's very funny to listen to, you know. And there is uh, there is one Vishnu I don't know if you noticed that bro baramma like every time that the the singer ask is it too much of a task for you to take care of me but the singer is asking god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of makes me think of a of a dog and its owner and then the dog needs to go on a walk but uh yeah yeah even though uh, the owner is way more intelligent and uh, and stronger and whatever he still needs yeah. to take him out on a walk and 
pick up, pick up his poop after him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.